Dear faithful listener, the following is a spoiler-heavy conversation about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Listen at your own discretion. Welcome back to an exciting episode of the Local Lingual Podcast. A very, very exciting episode. My name is Christopher Collins, a man with a microphone. And I'm Vicente Lopez, a man with a yellow shirt. Welcome back. Uh, hopefully you're doing well. And you might actually be able to see this shirt uh, because, well, I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, obviously audio <laughs> format. Just imagine I have a yellow shirt. But Describe the material. If, what kind of material are we rocking with? It looks like it's, corduroy. Is that corduroy? It's not corduroy, but it's kind of like a wool material. Oh, gotcha. I don't think it's wool. So it's soft on the skin. Exactly. Very soft. <laughs> Very soft. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it first. YouTube channel, uh, Local Lingual Pod. Uh, we'll see if this even makes it to YouTube. If this doesn't make it to YouTube, this entire first like segment is going to be super embarrassing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. It's a, a theater of the mind type situation. Point being, Ready? we we want to we want to get closer to you, the listener. Uh, we want you to uh, to put some faces to the to the wonderful soothing voices uh, that you hear on a uh, now a monthly basis. We went from a biweekly mm-hmm. to a monthly basis, uh, but you know what? These podcasts, <laughs> it's quality over quantity, you know. Exactly. Everyone's on their own journey, yourself included. Your New Year's resolution. It's it's in there somewhere, and ours is to get more episodes coming to you, and they will just you know at its own time and pace. Absolutely, we got it. So let's dive into some uh to some quick topics here before we begin. Um, what what is only known to us as a uh, very uh, infamous topic. Um, uh-huh. so diving into some quick topics, um, some things that have happened or been happening since the last time uh, we potted. Um, Travis Scott with the um. Well, with the Astro World uh, catastrophe that happened, right. you know, you and I uh, recorded some thoughts on it. Decided it was a little too heavy to uh, to put out, um, and since a bit too fresh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was, and and um, it was what literally like the Sunday after everything happened. Yeah, I think like two days after it happened, we did record a couple of thoughts. Decided it wasn't really the best thing to to share out initially. You know, like give give the family some time to. To think it over, uh, give the public the time they need to, to digest the information and then see how they want to react, which it looks For like sure. they're reacting accordingly. What with lawsuits being filed towards him and Astroworld, the like, I guess the event planners themselves, people that were yeah. uh, associated with it, with their lack of foresight with the event, right? Just a lot of issues that came with the actual show itself. For those that don't know, uh, during the event, there was this like uh, phenomenon called crowd crush, right? Where the entire crowd is like pushing towards the front to where people, uh, even though they were standing towards the front of the stage, they just didn't have any room to move or even to breathe. So people were uh, passing out and then the crowd would continually push. So there was just no room for people to move. Right. So there was uh, how many casualties was it? It was like, I think upwards. I don't want to give a false number, but it was upwards of like five. I think. I think we're officially at. Oh my god! So like, just typing in Astro World, one of the first things that comes up is a uh, a law office 
that's yeah. focused solely on representing those who were affected in some way, shape, or form. Uh, we're at ten as of ten. That was November fifteenth. Okay. Was uh, was ten. Ouch. Yeah. So that uh, obviously incurred a lot of, I guess, reaction from the public because mm-hmm. there were multiple calls during the actual conference concert itself asking for them to acknowledge it and then even stop the concert just so they could reassess and then move on. But uh, officials, cameramen, uh, even Travis Scott himself during the performance uh, either didn't see, quote unquote, or neglected to acknowledge the people that were in danger and then putting a ton of people in jeopardy. Did you so, did you watch the uh, the interview that he did with uh, Charlemagne? Charlemagne? I did not. I saw that that came out. Did like, you watch? Me in, what? Did you watch Fantana's review of the interview? No, I did not. I thought, it was on my on my watch list. Yeah, I thought for sure you would have watched in. the Fantana one. But basically, um, he's sitting in a room with Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God being um a, a, a one of the biggest uh radio DJs. Uh, who speaks about pop culture on a regular basis uh, yeah. and all, all around just a, like an amazing human being. I actually read his book like two years ago. Um, and I mean, super insane life and just like, he's, he's the epitome of honesty. Um, so he sat down with Travis Scott and uh, the way that uh YouTuber, Anthony Fantano, the needle drop summed up the interview. Uh, Cause I didn't watch the interview. I'm not, I'm not going to sit down and watch it, but um, yeah, uh, it all boiled down to a few things one it it seemed that the interview was um the interview was definitely staged a little bit uh meaning the questions were were definitely like uh were definitely skimmed over prior to Mm -hmm. um there wasn't a lot of probing on charlemagne's part which i mean him being a really good interview interviewer you know if he had full freedom he would have you know really 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 dug into dug dug into some wounds you know um and then a lot of it boiled down to the answer of, you know, uh, Travis Scott saying, I have a lot to learn. You know, I, I have a lot to learn. There's a lot going on. You know, I'm essentially saying I'm finding myself in this, mm-hmm. uh, which, yeah. you know, uh, ha- have your opinion uh, as you will. But I found like an update that was posted. Well, now about 20 minutes ago of all the things that have happened to Travis Scott since uh, the events that happened now about what, three weeks ago. Um, so he was removed yeah. from Coachella. Um, his mm-hmm. hard seltzer has been discontinued. Uh, so it's on a permanent Ouch. pause. So cacti hard seltzer, no more. Um, Nike pauses the, uh, the Travis Scott releases and those have yet to be um, yet to be like, Continued? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've yet to reemerge as to when there will be a new release date or if they'll come out at all. Uh, Fortnite has removed Travis Scott, uh, and there have been 300 plus lawsuits filed. I've also seen yeah. that the families, some families, I don't know if it's all families, but uh, some mm-hmm. of the families are refusing help from him. Yes. Uh, to pay yeah. for funeral expenses because, of course, he was going to step up um, and have that happen. One of the things that happened in the interview, though, um, and I saw the clip. Charlemagne did ask, you know, uh, there were um, there were lights in the crowd, right, from the ambulances. Right. You didn't stop to think, you know, hey, I should find out what's going on, or, you know, and and his excuse was ambulances don't always have red and blue lights. 
And I was just so insane <laughs> because as a performer, right, your job is to, and this is coming from me who performed only at like the local level, right? Local lingual podcast. Um, got it, got it. Your job is to make a connection, right? You perform to, to get out whatever you need to get out through song, mm-hmm. spoken word, whatever it is that you're, you're performing. Right. Um, but like your job is to make that connection with people, and if the very people, if you, if you have even the slightest telltale sign of something not being right, even though you're in that moment, even though you are, you know, uh, connected with those people, you should be able to tell if something isn't right or you should want to stop and pause and see, like assess the situation, especially someone at his level where if he asked these people to, you know, uh, do whatever they would absolutely mm-hmm. listen without giving uh without giving a second thought i mean he had these people you know like locked and in sync with each other and unfortunately um, it led to a lot of destruction now i'm not here to say that he's solely responsible for everything um mm-hmm. but he's definitely at the center of it at the core of it you know as uh, as he should be yeah um i think it's warranted the public backlash and like yeah. his I guess response, you know, that I think it's just, it shows that he is under a lot of pressure, maybe yeah. more than he realized initially, uh, like during the concert and yeah, you know, give him a little bit of credit, right. It concerts are disorienting. There's a lot to, to, to think about and focus on for sure. But even still, um, I think it just shows a, a bit of neglect on his part, Yeah, which, you know, uh, it's just warranted. I, I feel like all of this. And yes, he says he's learning. I mean, hopefully he learns the best from this, but obviously a bit of fault falls on him, it'll whether be, it's yeah. directly his fault or indirectly. And it'll be really interesting to see what happens with his career moving forward, because arguably he's one of the top five artists um, of, of this year, let alone this generation. Um, so yeah. for him to like take the baby, for instance, with with the comments mm-hmm. that he made, honestly, like with with comments like that, he'll go through his apologies and everything, and eventually he'll reemerge somewhere down the line. But it's not like right. it's not like he has all of these things that Travis Scott has going on. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's in a different in a different tier, so to say, um, in, a, right. in a much lower tier. But with Travis Scott, it's just it's oh God, like it's it's alarming as to you know his his like inability to to understand the people that he's or to read the people that he's performing in front of you know right yeah i guess i mean i couldn't speak to what a performer sees when they're on the stage right but you you, there's i guess a bit of understanding from the crowd and if not from him then obviously the like camera people yeah. that people had like literally climbed up to exactly. and saying, Hey, you need to look at this. And they said, no, the show must go on. So just, just a lack of empathy. What I do like from this is like, I don't know if you've seen like videos of concerts that have happened afterwards where like, I, I can't think of the artists in, in mm-hmm. general, but there's a lot of shows that have been happening after that. Have, they've been saying before the show even starts like, Hey, look out for each other. Turn to your left, turn to your right. That's the people you're looking at. So if anything goes on, let me know. Or if someone starts to pass out, because crowd crush is like it's a normal thing. Yeah. Um, like they'll they'll pause. They'll be like, hey, like you know, 
make sure they're good. So it's bringing like an awareness to like public safety, yeah, which is nice. It's just unfortunate that this is the way that it had to be uh, focused on, if that makes sense. Definitely. So we'll see how things um, continue to unfold. And obviously, you know, um, we, we wish nothing but the best uh, for the families as they go through uh, as they go through this process. Um, another yeah. bit of news um, in like in the in the same vein of kind of a more morbid topic, right? Uh, Virgil Abloh, mm-hmm. um, founder of of Off White and head of the House of Louis Vuitton, um, passed away uh, on November twenty eighth at the age of forty one. He battled a um, a private battle with uh, with cancer, um, which oh my, like you. What surprised me is that you knew about it like the day of. So like, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that you're uncultured by any means, right? Uh, but <laughs> but Vir- Virgil Abloh um, defined has been defining um, fashion and especially mm-hmm. sneakers for the past like five or six years. Now I'm not going to take like a really long time to to talk about you know sneakers, but um, I own two of his products um, and it was an experience, like it was an art piece more than a piece of footwear. Um, the man mm. definitely had an eye for, and I'm not going to act like I understand high fashion and like all of these different things. Cause I do not. Um, but, uh, this, this man definitely, uh, was on a different plane and, and just had a different mm-hmm. way of thinking and just being, uh, just tuning into sneaker culture and listening to these podcasts and, and reading these blogs and everything. The man never stopped working. Like he was always yeah. on a flight somewhere. Um, he, uh, watching an interview with him, he did, um, a lot of his work through WhatsApp and just like approving designs and, and drawing things and sending them to people. And he was explaining mm-hmm. that, um, his um his last big collection that he released with nike it was called the 50 it released this past summer and it was 50 pairs of shoes that all differed in material and differed in color and everything um and in style and it was just uh it was amazing to see the rollout of it the people were getting to own a piece of his work because all of his work has gone up um and before yeah well i mean prior to his death um, a lot of his work was selling for, you know, two, three thousand dollars. You're talking two, three thousand dollars for a pair of shoes. And that's usually what mm-hmm. like old Jordans sell for. Uh, but this man was just uh, he was an incredible creator. Um, he was loved by everyone. And just hearing people who had interactions with him uh, tell their stories of him. Um, it, uh, it it's it's a blow. It would be the equivalent of, you know, uh I don't want to say losing Kanye West, but like if mm-hmm. Kanye was same. Vein. Yeah, it's it's kind of in the yeah. same vein, you know, uh, but he was more in the uh, in the fashion world. So it was interesting to see um, everyone kind of give their own like anecdotes and and stories right. about about him. So it'll mm-hmm. the, the sneaker scene is going to be very quiet for a long time. And uh, it's yeah. it's a sad loss. What was it? He helmed Off White, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he was. Yeah. Uh, okay. He was the founder of Off White, and Off White is just like ridiculous, like in the best way, in the most positive mm-hmm. connotation. Like they just they have. Uh, granted, everything is like very tremendously expensive, uh, but yeah. some of the some of the pieces that they have are just like absolutely insane. So obviously, um, in the wake of his death, uh, his work has has gone up like. Mm-hmm. tremendously i mean you're talking 
his his lowest selling shoes are now going for like six seven thousand dollars which is like absolutely ridiculous because what are people going to do they're going to profit and that's uh yeah it's disgusting man yeah it it seems to happen like every you know something someone unfortunately passes on and then whether their influence like yes people can I guess, cherish the, the time that they had, right? Uh, you were speaking to the anecdotes. Uh, the, the way that I found it was on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, just different artists reaching out, you know, saying uh, RIP to him. And I think a day after, Frank Ocean actually gave like his own anecdote about like his personal favorite memory uh, of Victor and relating it to uh, Frank Ocean's like late brother that they were both artists in their own craft. Yeah. And so it's like, he's an inspiration into what, you know, defining a genre can look like. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's upsetting that people take that and they see instantly that they, there can be a profit because people want to cherish those memories. Absolutely. So yeah, they, they put anything off white or anything with his, his creative touch on it and just upsell it like crazy. So eh, that's unfortunate, but you know, uh, it's good that his, his work can live on and yeah. it's definitely had its impact, which is insanely valuable for like the next, I guess, uh, generation, the next group of creators. Yeah, yeah. the next generation of creators definitely. that are going to follow in his footsteps to see that, you know, a sneaker doesn't have to just be a regular ass shoe. It can have like, you know, the the, the tags on it. It can have like Dude. wild styles. <sighs> yeah, he was insane with it. It's really cool. It was really, really cool. Um, So let's uh let's go on to a to a lighter note you and i got off of thanksgiving break about two weeks ago um yes and i I made it a point to put it on our on our list of quick topics because Mm -hmm, uh, we went mm -hmm. to san antonio and when uh when our boy was asleep uh we we didn't have like the usual things to do like we didn't have our playstation we didn't have our switch anything like that so we had um what was it what did we watch it through was it through, was it Peacock? No, it wasn't Peacock. Apple TV. I think it might have been Apple TV. I don't know. One of these streaming services. One of the many streaming yeah, services. One yeah, one of the hundreds of thousands of streaming services. And so we started watching a show. And the minute we played the first episode, I turned to my wife and I said, I can't wait to talk to Vicente about this. You don't have to watch the show, um, mm-hmm. but it's called Unidentified. And it's hosted by Demi Lovato. And it's where Demi Lovato um tries to um prove that extraterrestrial life exists <laughs> and might i tell okay. you might i tell okay. you this was like this this was such a special moment for my wife and i to share because my wife and i bond mm-hmm. over television shows and i'm sorry honey that i fall asleep a lot during movies and television <laughs> shows but like this was uh-huh. one that just it encapsulated all of me I was just, I was hooked, man. Like, first of all, Demi Lovato, I, I, right. I had no idea like what she was from. I do not know any, I know so little about her. It's, it's almost embarrassing. Like she was the one on Disney, right? But Ariana Grande I was on Nickelodeon. Something like that. Yes. Somebody's gonna fact check us. Uh-huh. Somebody's gonna fact check this. So no, no, no. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. So, Sounds right. So I know that she like had her had her breakdowns and she battled drug addiction. Like that much I know, right? Mm-hmm. And she's this entirely new person. But the last thing that I had heard about Demi Lovato prior to watching this show was that she was upset that people were calling aliens aliens, and that she wanted them mm-hmm. to be called 
I think ETs is what she wanted them to be yeah. called. Extraterrestrials. So it's like a five, six, maybe eight episode um like mini series. And mm-hmm. oh my God, it is brain melting in the best possible way. Like it's just you watch all of these people <laughs> freak out over like the uh, granted, some of it is kind of unexplainable, but I, I'm 100% of it has to be staged. And this is coming from uh-huh. a person who does believe in extraterrestrial life. Like, I believe in aliens. Um, uh-huh. I, I took both parts of astronomy in college, and I had right. uh, my professor at the very end, who was a very like level headed human being who worked for NASA for years and years and was doing all this research and everything. Uh, on the very last day of astronomy 1402 part two of the course, he said that someone asked, um, you know, do you believe that we are alone in this universe? And so then he explained that there's a theory that the universe is divided into three parts, right? We are living in one third of the overall universe. The other two thirds are completely unseen and you and I will never understand those two other sections of the universe in our lifetime our kids won't mm-hmm. and probably our grandchildren won't but eventually oh, a, gen- a generation will understand it and so uh-huh. long story short he explained uh i i think that we are very vain if we believe that we are the only living creatures in the universe and i was like yeah damn like of course right it kind of goes without saying mm-hmm. but this whole like yeah, abduction sure. thing and you know they want to put baby there was an episode where a woman insisted that these aliens had impregnated mm-hmm. her and that right. she saw her alien children one day um during an abduction uh because there were multiple right. um mm-hmm. she um she saw her alien children and she drew pictures of them and oh my God, the pictures of them. So I don't want to spoil too much about it, dude, but uh, I'm going to Google it, man. Uh, <laughs> alien babies. Okay. When, um, okay. Let me ask you, is yes. this the same? Like, Oh God. It's intense, I right? Get into it. It's intense. Uh, is this along the same vein as Ancient Aliens? Have you heard of the show? I National have Geographic? heard of the show. I have not watched the show, but I can imagine uh, okay. that that is a lot more tame than this. Okay, because because it's like along the same vein. I'm not saying that certain members of my family are obsessed with it, but like every time I go over, they're there you go. <laughs> they're watching yeah. Ancient yeah, yeah. Aliens. But they're they're saying like you know Ancient alien historians say this and then they'll they'll show like some random i guess remaking of events right like pyramids flying through the solar system and stuff and then like you know making babies with with humans and (laughs) it's it's the works so it's along the same veins of that then yeah from what i could tell essentially but just but just led by demi lovato who has absolutely Mm -hmm. no reason to be talking about these such things but oh my (laughs) god it's entertaining like i'm not saying it's a terrible show it's so entertaining Uh but just like okay in its own in its own vein like in its own way it's just tremendously entertaining and she she goes on um like this expedition with these paranormal investigators where they try to link ghosts with aliens and i was like hmm that's like a correlation i've never made before yeah but it's yeah like please if you have you know (laughs) six to eight hours to uh to spare Mm -hmm. uh especially with with our christmas break coming up please watch that show please watch it because it's um i'm 
the local lingua listeners want to know your feedback on this yes yes please please let us know how it is i'm gonna check it out when i try the free trial of peacock because i don't own it um can i make two recommendations yes for, yes for shows? Please, please please okay so uh there's two that i've been watching uh like one it's matched insane uh i would argue both are okay let me let me preface it first uh they're both on hbo max so another subscription that you give your money to a lot of fun um uh-huh. but the first one is is 12 dates of christmas it is a cheesy as it gets hallmark-esque dating show in which three leads are single and looking for love in this castle in austria and it's like as hallmark as it gets nice. so they leave and they go on this like beautiful castle yeah and they they're dating all these different people and they're trying to see like oh like am i gonna bring this person home christmas yeah it is as gross as it sounds and it's great <laughs> it's it's like horrendously cheesy yeah it's uh there's okay there's a guy named chad on it when you watch Ooh. it you'll understand why his name is chad yes he's a he's a complete jackass that has no autonomy no offense chad but if you listen to this i'm i know you i understand the kind of person you are and i disagree with you vehemently but anyway it's like <laughs> all biases aside it's a great show it's a lot of fun so if you're into something like for the holidays, you know, something comfy, cozy, they got two seasons and it's incredibly cheesy. Okay. Really good show. It's called 12, um, this, 12 Dates of Christmas. Yes. 12 Dates of Christmas. And I guess what makes it intriguing is. Um, Hold on. Like they, Hold they on. go on dates you, with who you, they choose. You failed to mention Chad's last name. Oh, what's his last name? I don't even remember. Chad Savage. Is his last name Savage? You're, you're shitting me. There you go. Hold on. Chad savage it's a real he deal it's definitely it's his name he looks like a dude bro yeah there you go chad, chad savage chad, did you go the entire show without not knowing his that last is name? his last name i didn't know look excuse me man um I, i'm pulling up his instagram <laughs> and he's obviously like an influencer he's super of course, into himself, of course, of but course. like rightfully so because he has genetics from adonis but whatever <laughs> um so just watch the show and like the entire time my wife and i were just like hating on chad because he just cannot think for himself and has zero autonomy Uh it's great give it a watch it's super good next recommendation Um, maybe next recommendation okay super quick oh this is (laughs) um what do you mean a better one sorry sorry please continue what are you talking about trash tv is like okay (laughs) excuse you sir um the second one is another show that's called how to with john wilson it's okay. on HBO Max. Uh-huh. It is extremely weird and it's right up my alley in terms of humor. Um, pretty much, John Wilson selects a topic that he'd like to talk about and then he shows his audience how they can do that. So, the first episode is like how to engage in small talk with people. Uh-huh. Right. So, like, he, he lives in New York. So, he gets a lot of footage of people like in New York, a lot of the issues that comes with small talk. Right. So it escalates from interviewing someone outside of a wrestling match, but like, how do they engage in small talk? Right. Uh The guy says, you know, Oh, like, you know, this and that he asks him what he does for a living. The guy outside the wrestling show says that he tries to catch predators for a living by posing as a 15 year old male online. (laughs) And then the, the, the interviewer, John Wilson, he's like, well, obviously he has to keep up consistent conversation (laughs) with these people. So they're obviously good at small talk. So I, I decided to follow him for a day to see what it's like in the life of someone that's trying to catch 15 
to catch child predators by because <laughs> he's, he's good at small talk oh so that, it, like it escalates continuously and, and it doesn't stop and i i need to watch some of the other episodes but please yeah. do yourself a favor uh watch it i think i can only do like one episode per day because yeah. it's like it's a lot yeah. <laughs> to, to process but it's extremely good extremely good oh my God. highly recommend i okay so you gave two recommendations let me let me do one more it's a it's a movie gotcha, gotcha. that my wife and i watched yesterday mm. starring the space one Jam. the only mel gibson no we did watch space champ and my wife got pissed so i'm i'm Why? i'm on a very thin uh i'm walking a very thin line with movie choices <laughs> with movie selections after space Why, Jam part two <laughs> Jeez. hold on hold on the space gem part two wasn't bad it wasn't bad it was good like my wife was like <laughs> she would fall asleep and she would wake up and she would ask are you still watching that shit and i'm like yes <laughs> so Come on, okay real, real talk real okay. talk the movie is called okay. fat man starring the one the only oh Yes, Mel Gibson. Yes, Mel, Mel Gibson, You've and he's got it. a contract against Santa. Hold on, or something. no, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. is Santa? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, he... hold on, because <laughs> because hold on. Have you seen it? I think I've seen it. Okay, you have seen <laughs> My it. Dad. My dad put it on one time, and he's like, "It's got Mel Gibson. Let's watch it, dude, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. We are going to save this. We are going to put a pin in this because this has to be part of our holiday pod, which is going to be the next okay. podcast." Uh, okay. with a very special guest oh. that we're super excited oh. to have uh, but yes. we need to have some fat yes, man entirely. talk so if you haven't seen okay. the movie if you said that, right. you need to make sure that you watch the entire thing I'll, I'll re-watch it to I have to tell myself, you I have to tell you but I'm pretty sure I remember a I, lot of it I earned some points in my wife's book for um, mm-hmm. for you know for, for movie selections and uh um, right right you know, i might be able to redeem some of those points to uh to watch the matrix resurrections because i'm Ooh, very excited sick. for that movie um yeah 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 i, I rewatched i rewatched all three movies um mm-hmm. last week or two weeks really? ago uh yeah when does it come out it's soon right? december 22nd man i'm super Ooh, super super he's got super it forward. locked and loaded yes. super quick for that they they have um at the video game awards that they hosted i think like a couple of nights ago when when we're releasing this mm-hmm. they had this like reveal of not only a trailer but an unreal 5 engine demo for uh utilizing the matrix as a backdrop and they were just calling to mention like the matrix was super innovative in terms of it's like film style bullet Mm -hmm. time the works right and so now they're pioneering like the next generation of video game graphics with the unreal Five engine a lot of nerd shit but anyway it's exciting and it looks insane it looks extremely good check it out if you have a ps5 which is like maybe two of our listeners uh very jealous by the way but yeah yes check it out if you can don't remind me that i that i don't i I mean i I act like really upset that i don't have one but it's not like i would even fucking Mm. use it anyway um let's let's get to the heart of today's podcast ladies and gentlemen Mm. let's talk Mm -hmm. about it um you know when you and i first started this whole shindig you know 11 episodes 11 episodes ago uh yes we we're talking about doing a Marvel pod. You know, you and I are, mm-hmm. are both fans of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Ooh. And, um, you know, we, we finally found an appropriate time to, to mm-hmm. lay down our thoughts, our feelings, and all other emotions associated with the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. So, 
Yeah. I gave you homework, which you, you know, of course, failed to do. Um, no, but no, your no, job, you can't our job this up were to like create uh-huh. a tier list with correct all um, all Marvel television shows, all Marvel uh, movies, phases one through four. Um, that have been released thus far, but uh, these are only made by Marvel, so it's nothing. Uh, well, actually, no, that's a lie because two of these movies were made by Sony. Gasp, three for true, for true, three, yeah, three of the movies were made, yeah, my S tier movie. So, this is this is what I propose. Um, because you know, I'm looking at I do looking at what we have right now. I, I know, I know. Um, Let's go through our tier list first, and then, um, okay. and then you know, we, we talk more specifics. We get down to the specifics. Aye, aye, Captain. So um, the tiers. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me defend myself before you even pull up the tier list. Yeah, I'll have the listener know. He said, "Let's let's make some tier lists," and I was like, "Great, we're gonna make it on the pod. It's gonna be discussion provoking." And then I was trapped in trapment, and then he already had his tier list at the ready, and then I had to make mine. In a span of about five minutes. So Be- if you disagree with some of these, mind you, I had to make it with a time restriction. Do you remember? Uh, but I will defend myself entirely. Do you remember when I sent you the uh, the link, though? Uh, it was what, like three, four weeks ago? Uh, Look, I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, <laughs> Christopher. I'm just going with the flow. All right. Let's see. Okay. Let's look so, at these. Um, the tier list is, yeah. is ranked S uh, through D. D is S being top tier. Yes. D being the lowest tier. I'm sorry for you. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Okay. So let's start with yours first, Mr. Uh, Quick list. Um, okay. What one complaint, by the way, I have is that my list in terms of color is desaturated for some reason, which already makes it. What's on your Google? What are you, what are you searching up on Google, man? You got something to confess? No, I, that, I Googled Demi Lovato's television show and I was right. It was on Peacock. Sorry. Nice, sometimes nice. Okay, sometimes when you speak, uh, I'm, I'm doing other things on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing my I finances understand. and, you know, I get it. I get it. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I, I can't gloss <laughs> I do over do the same it, thing your wife like does when you speak. It. Boom. Oh, ooh, ooh, okay. Sorry. Same thing you do when you're watching a movie. <laughs> Start falling asleep. Okay. Look, look, look. Um, Demi Lovato, did you do? What was it again? No offense. I like I'm happy for her journey. Wasn't it crack? Something like that. I don't know. It was something. I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that her name is ubiquitous with that, but like, <laughs> you know, like, like my S tier. They're out on the street. Hold on. They're out on the street saying, Hey, can I get a Demi? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Nothing go. but love. No, no, no. Start, you start with your, start with okay. your D tier. So oh. it was first. We'll go. We'll go. Worst, my D tier. Worst to favorite. Already. Okay, let me let me clarify. The ones that are in D tier are also there because some of them I have not seen. So let's so I first cannot pass state, judgment. Let's first state for the listener which ones you have mm-hmm. not seen. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think it's just like the first one. So I, I put it in D because it's because I only saw like 20 minutes of it. Okay. Because my little cousin was watching it and I saw it on their iPad from like five feet away. So I can't pass the most judgment, but I think that that makes sense. Okay. I have not seen Captain America Winter Soldier, and I know that that is a crime in at least five countries, and that's my B. I just haven't gotten around to it. I I know a lot about it. I know it's an American espionage movie. I know it's like great fight scenes. It's yeah. super good. 
Harry Potter, but I haven't seen it, so it might be. Okay. Iron Man 2, indeed here for a legitimate reason. It is not that great. Um uh falcon and the winter soldier i got bored of it d tier uh shang chi uh we went over to my parents house and they i'm not saying that they had the blurriest version <laughs> i i've known to man yeah with some questionable ads in between but that there was so i don't think i actually saw the movie uh-huh. and i fell asleep halfway through because it was super blurry so that's not on their fault i've heard it's very good and it's on my watch list hawkeye also had not seen so I cannot pass judgment. So basically, you're you have no D tier movies minus Iron Man two. Like Iron Man 2. out of everything yeah. that you've seen, Iron yes. Man two ranks worst. Correct. Okay. okay. Oh wait, did I put Black Panther in C tier? You... Hold on. Okay, no, I have reasons for that. I forgot about my reasons. Yes. Okay. okay. Let's keep so let's keep the train moving. We'll go other side. All right, my D tier. Uh-huh. Um, Iron mm-hmm. Man two. Not that um, it was. Look. My thoughts on Marvel. Marvel has yet to make uh, like Marvel has yet to make a, a fatal mistake, but they've come damn close to it. So the, that uh-huh. my, my D tier list are the are the damn near fatal mistakes that they uh, that they made. Mm-hmm. So Iron Man too, because I I absolutely agree with you. Um, there was nothing horrendous about that movie, uh, but man it was it was it was a little difficult to get through it was one that i definitely watched in chunks uh thor the dark world i can be completely honest with you um i've never seen uh with the yeah. with the lead up to Endgame, my wife and i of course watched every single marvel movie and i made sure to fall asleep during that one um Ouch. thor the first one even mm, even yeah. when it came out man i was not super impressed with it um yeah, I don't think out of all of the movies that are here, it's the one mm-hmm. closest to C tier, uh, but it's still not overly amazing. Uh, I think it's a good introduction to Thor, but I mean, even for it, you know, it came out in what, 2011? I, f- I still felt like it was a little too cheap. It was a while back. Uh, yeah. And finally, um, Edward Norton's The Incredible Hulk. Not as Disagree. bad as uh, what? what's his name? Eric Bana's. Hulk that came out in 2000. Do you remember that one? We talk about the one where yeah. um, at the beginning they are. Uh, what is it? The Hulk? We talk about the TV show. No, I'm talking like that happened in the like 70s or whatever. No, no, no. 2003. 2003. This one. This guy, Eric Bana, the Hulk. Oh, do you remember this one? Oh, no. Oh, dude. I do. Oh, dude. This one. My <laughs> my mom pulled me out of school. To uh, to watch this movie, and Ouch. there was a video game that was based on it. That was yes, neat. yeah. I I played the video game. I was actually yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. really into the video game. But good God, like this movie sucked. Mm-hmm. So anyway, definitely not as bad as uh, as that okay. one that we just gotcha, looked at. Gotcha. Uh, but also not great. And that's not just because Edward Norton is no longer in the MCU. I was just kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, I was kind of like dissatisfied with the movie overall. Um, he did a really good job playing Bruce Banner. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause I feel like playing Bruce Banner, you kind of have to also play. Uh, it, it's very similar to playing Spider-Man, right? You, yeah. you, there's a Peter Parker aspect and then there's a Spider-Man aspect. There's a unsuited mm-hmm. aspect. There's a suited aspect. I felt like he did a really good job playing, um, uh, playing uh, Bruce Banner. So let's go Bruce to your Banner, uh, yeah. your C tier. All right. I'm sorry. Alrighty. Do you have any complaints about my D tier? Yes. Uh, one in particular, Hulk. Okay. Let's talk. Edward All right. Norton. C tier. Your C tier. Let's go. 
All right, all right. Well, we'll get to it because mine's in the S tier, but we'll talk about it. Uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, C tier. It is a stepping stone and should not be regarded as its own movie because it is merely a setup for other movies, and they killed Quicksilver in like two point five seconds flat. Uh, characters are bland. What's his face talks weird. Um, Ultron is, is Robert California. Like, yeah, Robert California. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he's he's very weird as a villain. Um, I get it. There's supposed to be like psychological PTSD, but it's just not done well. It's not a story that invokes its own like redeeming qualities. It's not a narrative that stands on its own. Therefore, garbage. Um, so I should have put it in deep. I forgot. Uh, Captain America, the original story, the original movie. I thought it was kind of hokey and I get that's kind of with the themes okay, okay. with itself. Um, it's neat. I will give it that. It is neat, but it's not my kind of movie. So therefore, see. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume What two. the um, fuck? <laughs> you have that in C tier? Look, I'll let you talk yeah. shit about Ultron because you and I off the pod <laughs> have gone off about Ultron and we even debated yeah. having the Ultron uh debate, which we're not going to because it's just recycled mm-hmm. arguments and you're still wrong. Right. But Guardians of right. the Galaxy Volume 2, like you watched that's, the same that's movie that yes, that yes, James yes, yes. Gunn directed called guardians of the is galaxy the we... volume two you didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't watch like the is that the the porn parody or anything did you hold on three that's the one where he goes to see his dad right yes yeah he sees his dad and then uh are you like, what kidding was it? me ba- i'm not i'm not it was forgettable i still don't remember what exactly happened holy shit like... where yondu sacrifices himself like he realizes that he's had a father figure all along uh-huh yeah, and then he's like, you know, I forget what the line was, something about kiddo or something like that. And then he, he whistles a lot. And then yeah, he, dies. he looks at him and he says, um, it was uh, Yondu has a line. Hold on. And I'm not going to Google it. It's um, uh-huh. he might be your father, but he ain't your daddy. And like, yeah. Out yeah, of context, out of context, that sounds weird, right? But in the heat of the moment, when you're watching it and mm-hmm. you're realizing that all Peter Quill has wanted is a father figure, like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? How do you put that? He's in not C-tier? the stepfather, B tier, but he's the father I would not that be stepped up. As upset, but oh my god, like, I, dude, I don't Sylvester think, like, Stallone like, is in this movie, dude. They have Sylvester Stallone in this movie. When they also have, he? he's a Ravager. He was. Yes, I'm telling you, man. The Ravager King, and then you have the you have the um, the the hint, the uh, the preview of Black Adam, who's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Really, dude? I think you I think you're confusing this movie with a different movie. Um, No, this was the one with the dad. The dad gets with the mom, and that's why she has cancer, dude. And when Uh, Kurt Russell delivers that line of "and uh, uh it really hurt me to put that can or that tumor in your mother," I'm like, oh my god! And then he's like, "What?" Yeah, no, I think the reason that I gave this a C is really because uh, Chris Pratt is voicing Mario in the future release of the Mario cinematic movie. Do you see how you just think that he's not the right character? Do you see how you just? No, 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 no! I have my justifications for these, right? Uh, excuse you, sir. And I I think generally a forgettable movie. First I, one, insanely good. The second one, not as much. I got it's one more point sequel. to make and then I'll let it you move on. I got, I got one more uh, point. But he make. shouldn't be Mario. He just shouldn't be. Like, for real. I, Give voice actors their credit. Yeah, I agree with shouldn't you. Shouldn't be there. Mario. I agree Mamma with you Mia, what a, I have, what a mistake. I have okay. no expectations for that movie because I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, but anyway. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I just... It also like really gets to the heart of Rocket Raccoon. Like it really 
like brings him out as a character. And mm -hmm. I mean, compare it to my argument about Ultron. Right. But it it, mm -hmm. it definitely previews everything that Rocket Raccoon goes through with Infinity War and Endgame where he loses the only family that he had. So like Star-Lord, Chris Pratt and Rocket Raccoon are basically parallels in this movie. And it's uh, they're fantastic. Okay. Anyway, Black Panther, you put it a C tier, which surprises me as well. Okay. So justification, typically it would end up in S tier. However, because it's a, it's a fantastic film, really well done. But the uh, actress, Siri something, right? Suri. The one that's playing Suri? Yeah. Suri? Yeah. The one that's playing her is under allegations for not wanting to continue filming for the next actual Black Panther film because... Uh, she doesn't want to get vaccinated. I'm not trying to make this political or anything, but oh. she's hinging her Marvel career on the fact that she doesn't want to actually, uh, you know, gotcha. like oblige the safety of others. Yeah. So therefore, that's what brings it down three tiers because <laughs> uh, she's kind of besmirching the name of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Thank you, Chadwick yep. Boseman, uh, the late Black Panther. Also, the performance of uh, what's his name? Uh, he was the boxer in, in that Creed 2 Electric Boogaloo, the remake. <laughs> I never watched um, Creed or Creed on. 2, man. I'm sorry. His nickname's Daddy. I'm trying to think. What is his... I don't... Hold on. <sighs> Help. Fearmonger. Stop. No, Warmonger. The guy. The man. Killmonger. The myth. Killmonger. Yes, that dude. Um, what, what was the actor's name? Someone's yelling at it in their car. They're driving like 20 miles an hour because there's someone not going fast enough. Michael B. Jordan. What is his name? Michael Thank B. Jordan. You. Not Michael Jordan. Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Who, by the way, also made a cameo in Space Jam. So yes, he did. That's true. He's, he's doing very accurate. well for That's himself. That's accurate. Uh -huh. Yeah, accurate. Okay. Um, so honestly, fantastic film. The only reason is because the actress playing Sudi is putting the series okay. in jeopardy. Okay, okay, okay. So. Yeah, kind of not great. How dare you? Um, and and then Black Widow, yeah, is also in C tier. Okay, because she deserved better. Okay, in a film, uh -huh. and it kind of boiled down to it like a like yes, it had her dealing with her past, mm -hmm. um, her yeah. evolution as a character, her yeah. her origin story. It just felt a little lackluster. It was kind of like it, just a it was an awkward send off. Movie. Yeah, it was an awkward send off. Yeah. Like it wasn't the best. It wasn't um, it wasn't like mm -hmm. the full salute. It was kind of felt half assed. I get you. I understand that one. Yeah, that one. I get. Yeah, you. they did her dirty on that one. OK, for sure. I, OK, I, you know, besides the fact that you're, you know, uh, you know, uh, insanely wrong, disgustingly wrong with Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2, not too shabby. All right. I have a lot uh -huh. of movies in C tier, though, on the other hand. Um, oh, dang. Okay, so Black Widow, I completely agree with you, as as mentioned. Yeah. Um, Iron Man 3, I've seen it so many fucking times, and I that movie really? is still like see, but okay, let me I shouldn't I should have prefaced this. My C movie tier, I, I don't consider being bad movies. They're not bad films. Mm -hmm. They just mm -hmm. they have the uh, they are lacking the most. Um, they are the uh Ooh, the what? Where, hold on Marvel I... <laughs> experimented. Hold on, hold on, let me get to it. Let me get to it. So C tier, mm -hmm. Black Widow. Okay, Iron Sorry. Man 3. I saw spoilers. Captain okay. America, uh, the first Avenger. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I like the movie, but also, I mean, not groundbreaking. But no, I feel like Agreeable. no origin movie really is groundbreaking, except one, mm -hmm. which I will right. eventually get to. Uh WandaVision, mm -hmm. the end of WandaVision, absolutely incredible. But the first three episodes. 
holy God, like just they, oh my God, I get it. You have to set up story, but you have to set up story for three hours. Like really? I, and it just, it was, it was a recycled, they were just recycled events over and over again. Um, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. Um, I, my wife loves Captain Marvel. I really mm-hmm. like Captain Marvel, but the movie itself was, you know, will I watch it over and over again? Sure. Absolutely. But will uh, rewatching it cause me to enjoy it more? Absolutely not. Uh, the first Iron um, Man. Um, I believe that that's the one that set it off, not Edward Norton's The Hulk, even though even though they they do discuss that movie um, at the at the end of the post credit scene of the first uh, Iron Man movie. Uh huh. I just you know I I love Robert Downey Jr. It's just it doesn't resonate with me. Um, I think mm-hmm. when I started getting into Marvel, it was after. Civil War actually was when I really started to get into Marvel. So these earlier movies, I don't really have a connection to Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I wholeheartedly disagree with you um, that it's uh, that it's boring because I would say the first part is boring, just like WandaVision. It has that flaw. But there is a scene Uh um, where my wife and I literally jumped up and started yelling at the TV. And I haven't done that since Breaking Bad. Um, but it's Dang. it's yeah. good. But then the ending, okay, that happens in the middle, and then the ending is kind of like, yeah, you know, it's okay. it is what it is. Whereas does Wanda he Vision, get to work on the boat? Who who works on the boat? What are you talking about? Uh, Falcon. Does he get to finish working on the boat? I know, I know what you're that talking the main about. Crux. I know that the story is dragging but i mean it i feel like they were yes or no christopher i just gotta know they were I didn't finish really it, but that was trying the curiosity. to hone in on average everyday people becoming heroes and they did mm-hmm. a, a satisfactory job okay okay um you gotcha. had a problem with one of my tears already and i actually yes. have a problem with one of my tears as well is it in mm-hmm. c tier or is it in a future tier it is in c tier okay what is it wandavision yeah what is your problem? You're saying it, it belongs in C tier? Like, yeah, whatever. Like, the filming's kind of hokey and whatnot, but, like, it's good. It's got good writing, good character development. It's got good interactions with Wanda and the projection of Vision according to her own mind. Uh-huh. And then the whole, like, you know, in and out of the actual show and whatnot. Like, it was, like, watching that week to week, the intrigue revolving around it fascinating stuff it's really cool it's yeah. there hasn't like before that there wasn't a show that hooked me in the same way where i'm like i'm waiting for the next one to come out yeah uh because okay. it's you know binge culture but that's why i disagree i get it i get it i get it uh yeah. it's just it's the first three episodes that really weighed it down if you're looking at the series i feel like you have to look at the series as a whole you're completely <laughs> right True. these moments where uh that moment where wanda stepped out of what she had created and yeah. you know, warned them, stay the hell out. I was like, oh, like this yeah. is good. Um, the vision versus vision fight in that last episode, phenomenal, mm-hmm. wonderful. Uh, Agatha Harkness as a villain, just pure comic, okay. uh, comical, but also just like a brilliant villain. Um, yeah. And then the and then the Quicksilver preview, you know, mm-hmm. that was really really cool, but. It's just overall looking at it as a whole, I was a little underwhelmed. Um, but whack the whelmed. very and also I feel like I expected a little bit more um in that in that post credit scene. 
at the end or the final scene where she's uh, reading the book of the dead. Right. Yeah. I, I expected a little bit more, but also I know that this was mm-hmm. also around the time where they started pushing everything back. Uh, even further and so that that affected it as well so keep in mind i'm not saying it's bad Mm -hmm. it had a really slow start in my opinion but then again my opinion means nothing more than a little bit than yours uh your uh Mm. b tier your b tier go ahead b tier i like your b tier i like your b tier a lot yeah i really like b tier ant man funny man uh pretty good ants playing the drums Uh uh-huh neat cool um captain marvel also good uh neat tier uh civil (laughs) civil war uh it was i think the concept and premise was fantastic spider-man my boy Mm -hmm. uh first appearance in the mcu wonderful uh but it just kind of muddled down into like now you point at him and now you are against each other Ooh, spooky and now like now who will lead like it's just i don't know it didn't execute the issues that they had well, I feel like. I like the issues that they have on a conceptual level. Uh-huh. I think the execution just was lacking. Yeah. And then Thor, the OG one, uh, watching it way back when, it was like, oh, this is sick. And then I, <laughs> you watch it again, it's like, it's kind of not great. But I'm, I'm factoring in nostalgia tier because it was still one of the first yeah. superhero movies. It's like, yo, like... He's he's here, man. Like he's just some dude from the cosmos. Like it was when things were fresh. Mm-hmm. Comparing it to all these, I feel like you know a little unfair. Like they're trying to get their their foundation setting. Yeah. So just based on the time period, I feel like that's why did, I put did, it there. Question: uh, This is not something that we discussed prior to making these lists, but did you right. arrange any of these movies based off of rewatchability? That's a great question. And I'm going to say, I'm a great interviewer. Um, You're going to say probably not. No, (laughs) neither, neither did I, neither did I, to be honest, but you mentioned Thor and you mentioned rewatching it. And so I was thinking like, Oh damn, you know? Yeah. Look back. Um, The only issue that I have with civil war is the fact that it's called, it's called captain America civil civil war. And I really feel like it should be called Avengers civil war. That's the only issue that I have with civil war. Like honestly, but um, my B tier, Um, I have Avengers part one and I think voicing it now um, it has some rewatchability, which is why I put it in uh, in B tier. Uh, I have, what is that? Is that Spider-Man far from home? That is Spider-Man yeah. Far From Home, right? No, 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 no. That's Spider-Man Homecoming because Iron Man is there. I can barely see my own list. Um, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> thought it was really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. I love that they didn't uh, force feed us the uh, the origin story of Peter Parker for the third time. Uh, so that was right. wonderful. Doctor Strange, I actually want to move it up to A tier. I apologize yeah. that it's in B tier. It Agreed. should be in A tier. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do have to say that I did not like Dr. Strange the very first time I watched the movie. I thought it was very, very boring, Uh, but Mm rewatching it, I have a newfound appreciation for it. And I've watched it Mm -hmm. three times since the very first time I watched it all the way through because the very first time I tried to watch it, I, I stopped. I was like, this is, this is not it. This is, this is 
no, no, no. Dormammu, under bargain. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude. And I just it made me really appreciate Benedict Cumberbatch so much. Uh, Black Panther yeah. goes without saying, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Um, I had no issues with it at all. I just I really, really like the movie. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home. So why is it in B tier? Hold on, hold on. What Black <laughs> Panther? Yeah, why is it in B tier? Because I really need to explain it? my S tier for you okay and and you'll understand why it's in b tier um spider-man no way home uh my wife and i rewatched it i would have put it okay based off of my first watch through if it Mm -hmm. was solely based off of that first watch through um i would have put it in c tier actually um yes but we rewatched it jake gyllenhaal fantastic as mysterio my wife and i both agreed though uh, that it's just the fact that Mysterio is just solely based off of illusion. And I know he's the master of illusions and everything like mm-hmm. him being a, a person who's just mad at Tony Stark kind of killed it for me. Like his whole kind of premise is, a as a villain, like, you know, he's just an angry, yeah. angry ex-employee. Like, really? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's it. Um, Take that, boss. Exactly. Exactly. You know, here's here's the middle finger. Let me use a bunch of drones. Uh, and then what if? I enjoyed what if I enjoyed certain mm. parts of what if, uh, but the mm. whole animated thing, not for me, uh, but I Whack. definitely, definitely enjoyed the very last episode. I thought it was really, really good. Ratio. Let's go to, let's go to your eight year. Boom. Uh, mind you, for whatever reason, it gets more and more desaturated as the list goes up. So I might not be able to see it. Um, oh, Dr. Strange. Oh, we, we have a, we have a special guest. Ooh. Hello, come here. Hello. Come here. As a, come here. You want to get brainwashed with Marvel's cinematic talk? Oh, you can't lift that yet. You can't lift that. Come here. Do it. Come here, Ignore Owen. Him. Come here. A small child has entered the podcast. Yes, um, he is. He's in a room to, like, of signed documents for him. Room of wonders. <gasps> is he getting paid? Am the I ball? getting paid? We're not getting paid. No, we're not getting paid. No, not at all. When am not I getting paid for this? Okay, come here. So. Uh, before means. I was rudely interrupted. Sorry, sorry. Go go through your A tier. Go through your A tier. Go, 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 go. <laughs> no, you're good. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, okay, Doctor Strange. Ooh, I'm by myself. He's muted himself. So therefore, everything that he said previously. No, I'm wrong, listening to you. Correct. I'm listening to you. Go, 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 go. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Okay, just kidding. He's still here. Just waiting for him to mute himself so I can continue. Sorry, sorry. the right A-tier. side of the tier list. A tier. Go. Uh, Doctor Strange. A tier. Why? He has a mustache. Really well done. CGI. Very cool. Bald lady was bald and was neat. Uh, the acting incredible. Um, you really hate him at the beginning. So it makes his journey that much more uh, rewarding for a viewer. And he does the, the circle magic stuff. So that's pretty neat. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. A tier as well. Highly enjoyable. I do not think that it is better than Endgame. However, uh, Am I getting these mixed up? Hold on. When's the one? When's the first part? Am I dumb? Uh, I part dumb. one is Infinity War. Part two is Endgame. Completely disregard what I just said. Infinity War is S tier and then Endgame is A tier. I get you. I get My you. B. Um, so you got it mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. Because Endgame, okay. neat. A lot, lot of cool setup. Uh, or Sorry. It's the nice payoff to everything. Uh, you cry in the theater. Really well done. I just feel like Infinity War had such a good ending in terms of the halfway point 
We'll talk about it when we get there. Guardians of the Galaxy, OG one, eight years. Love that it's an eight year. Love that it's everyone thought it was going to be weird AF, and it was so bestly possible. It's fantastic. Uh, Extremely well done. Laughing out loud in the theater. LOL. Not a millennialism, but actual like laughing was great. Uh, Spider Man. For some reason, mine is in Spanish. but I still agree. Oh, you're a little A-tier. cultured. Oh, nice job. Yeah, boy. Spidey. I'm a Spidey stan. So I love these. I laughed when I watched it. Mind you, like other Spider-Man movies, definitely better. But still, I, I went haha when things happened. And it was great. Uh, Iron Man, the OG one. Uh, ACDC, right? I am Iron Man. Is that them? Black Sabbath? Yes. Just kidding. Different one. No, is wait. ACDC is what? No, ACDC is their own band. Anyway, this movie was played with dad rock, and uh, that's why it's an A tier, because it was just like uh, USA propaganda times a billion, and we need more of that, frankly, in our world today. Uh, next is, is Spider-Man. Uh, I forget which one that one is, but it had Childish Gambino. That's why it's an A tier. Uh, Donald Glover, best rapper alive. Probably not, but uh, season two of Atlanta coming soon, so that's pretty exciting. Are they um, only in Avengers, their second season? The, I think it might be season three. I might be lying. I think it might be second season. I don't know. Look it up. Uh, Google it, please, if you could. Sorry if this is wild, but you know we're, we're going through it. We're at a fast pace. Uh, Avengers, the OG one, A tier as well, because it's really good. Um, in the movie theater, when they have this, the circular zoom around, very neat. Loki is a great villain in this. Uh, I'm sure he smells nice. Eternals, also an A tier. Um, am I wrong? You gave me a face. No, I it's right. just the, 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 I'm loving you having your own commentary. Like, thank you. Not that you should thank start you. your own side project, but if you started your own side podcast, I would not be uh, would not be too upset about it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Eternals. Very good. Um, it's like Age of Ultron, but way better because it was done right and not <sighs> like a horrible trash pile. Uh, first sex scene in a Marvel movie. Neat uh, first representation of a of a deaf hero. Oh also God. neat, dude. Macari uh, man, like she. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, no. no she was, uh, oh no, no. Dude. You're saying uh, praise. Yes, no. She was excellent. One yeah, of my favorite great. heroes ever. But continue, please. Continue. Yeah, they showed off like uh, the power of super speed. Yes. in in a way that other movies have not done well. Yes, because it's like oh, fast man does fast things, but in this one, it, you feel the weight of it and the oh, super good. Just really great usage of powers overall. Uh, it's an A tier, not an S tier, because it kind of dragged, I'm going to be honest with you, a little yeah. long, but it was good. And I feel like Angelina Jolie's acting in it was like, eh? Like, it was good. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, it was, it was neat, but her whole side thing with the spoilers, whatever the hell the aliens were in it, the, the thing, the, the stuff, the bad entity yeah um i'm i'm you know what it's called yeah hold on hold on i'm blanking that's why it's forgettable alien number three uh so that thing uh that that was a weird side art so not not that great uh but then also alluding to different franchises in the future blade very excited uh wandavision who had to tell you deviance is what is what they're called i almost said variants but that's from loki um hold on who who had to tell you about blade there uh because you thought uh, it was Steve Rogers' voice at the end. 
His name starts with a C. <laughs> Ends with asshole. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Cass- next up. Castle? Do you know somebody named Castle? Castle. They, I do. I do. He's a great guy. <laughs> a lot of. Okay, look. I thought it was Captain America. Now it's confused. Yeah. But also, that's because I just sat through a three-hour movie, and there's yeah. like a lot to process. It was. It so was. I didn't really know. And then I found out that it's going to be Blade. Yeah, I'm really mm-hmm. excited for. It. for uh, sure. Last one on the A tier is Wandavision. Yes. Uh, very well done. Very very sad. I liked. The nostalgia of looking at all these different like filming styles yeah the interaction of the characters the the comedy within the uh questioning going through each week like hey what's gonna happen next i get it i don't know what yeah it's it's neat highly neat my a tier boom if you Done. if you were into it you were definitely into it so uh there's some similarities and some differences mm-hmm. in, in our a tier so first of all right. uh going back to the comment that i made about origin stories and how marvel had a really um I felt like Marvel had an issue writing a really good, entertaining origin story versus this is weak person and weak person becomes strong. And, you know, then they're superhero and then they go through this moral dilemma and then all of a sudden they're stronger superhero. Ant-Man crushed it. I loved Mm -hmm. this redemption arc. I loved that he's uh, like a Robin Hood. Um Baskin Robbins esque type. Sure. Yeah. Basket. Yes. 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 Sorry. I thought you were just making, uh, I thought you were just no. saying nonsense, but yes, the scene at Baskin Robbins. Wonderful. Also, uh, Paul Rudd, um, celebrity man, crush man, Paul Rudd, dude, mm-hmm. like hot man can do no wrong. Um, ever, ever. Uh, I haven't seen, I've yet to see ghostbusters, so we'll see. Uh, but I mean, I'm, ah, I'm sure, I'm sure the, I'm sure the <laughs> street continues. Um, like I said, only issue I have with Civil War is that it's called Captain America Civil War, but also I understand. Now, here's the thing. I do disagree with you in the way that Civil War is filmed um, and in the way that you know events play out. I just because, and I know you're gonna hate this, right? But it is a uh-huh. stepping stone for Steve Rogers. One, it is a one of the things that it is amongst, you know, being a fantastic movie, is that it is right. a stepping stone to Steve Rogers being able to hold uh Molnir, uh, because he finally but lets out like his only lift, lift like sin, you know, which is the fact that he knows that his best friend Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents. Also, um, just Robert Downey Jr.'s reaction to finding out that Bucky, he's standing in the same room as the man who killed his parents, and he looks at Steve Rogers and just the way he emotes, you know, you knew, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, like it got to me because this is the man that he has worked with to save the world right and yeah like that person has lied to him uh thor ragnarok wonderful movie absolutely fantastic um it is a it is a classic uh the introduction of korg um the introduction of Mm -hmm. holy shit i'm forgetting his name as a director taika watiti uh i love Taika Waititi. Um, I loved Excellent. Jojo Rabbit. If Jojo Rabbit was on here, mm-hmm. it would also be in the A tier. Um, Guardians of the S tier. Ga- yes, 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 yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, absolutely fantastic movie. Don't know what you're saying. Uh, Avengers: mm-hmm. Age of Ultron is an uh-huh. A tier because not only is it a stepping stone for literally every other event that happens in the MCU. Um, but the mm-hmm. consequences mm-hmm. from that movie um, still hold weight. And I feel like they are eventually going to come back. Like, I feel like 
it's just it's a very, very important movie. And I know that you disagree with the way that it's filmed and you don't like a mm-hmm. lot of it and you're getting ready to whisper some witty comment into your mic um, <laughs> that I will probably laugh at. Uh, but it's it's a good movie. Like hands down, it's a good movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp equally is fantastic. Such a fit, like such a great movie. And that's because I went into it thinking this is the last movie before we get um, Endgame. Oh, true. And I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it. But, uh, you know, lightning struck twice with Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. I was super excited uh, when I started to hear, um, you know, some of the songs that were going to be on the soundtrack. You know, very, very vintage, very, you know, just entertaining movie. Nonetheless, Um, they they took these. What is it? Is it four or five of them? It's Star-Lord, it's Groot, it's Drax, it's Gamora, it's Rocket Raccoon, right? So it's all five of them. Um, They they took these five rogues, and I love that in the middle of it, they still weren't a family, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, you know, they they broke out from uh, from that prison, and all of a sudden, you know, it's all, you know, it's all all good vibes. They really, really struggled. And when Rocket is in the casino with Drax and... um, uh, he calls him, um, what does he call him? Not a trash panda, because that's in volume two. He calls him um, like a rodent squirrel? or something. Yeah, yeah a squirrel yeah. or something like that. You know, he he has this uh, short little monologue about how he didn't want to be made, which is what we will mm-hmm. see in volume three when we see, hopefully, fingers crossed, the toy maker. And we understand just how like upsetting his story is because Rocket Raccoon's story, I don't know if you know it, um, I have the origin comics that you can borrow, but like, holy Ooh. shit, dude, his hold him to that listener. His like story that. is like, it's fucking tragic, man. Like, it's really like disturbing. Uh, Hawkeye, fantastic Static. so far. I really like it. My wife and I are a little iffy on um, on Kate Bishop and on whether or not she's going to be able to really take the mantle as Hawkeye. I feel like what we wanted them to do with black widow. They are Mm -hmm. currently doing it with the Hawkeye series, which makes me question, should they have made black widow a series instead Mm -hmm. of a movie? Um, I think that would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to watch Hawkeye. I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's about to become like a classic. If they are continuing to go in the direction that they're going, um, You've seen Black Widow, he has a band. so you can watch Hawkeye and like, I have a feeling that they timed this well, because if what I mm-hmm. think is going to happen in Spider-Man No Way Home happens in Spider-No Way Home, then the next episode of Hawkeye is, is about to be absolutely insanely important. Um, and there's only um, there's two Jeremy Renner has his own band. Just so you know, dude, okay. he's also a sheriff of like his hometown, I believe. A sheriff? Uh, yeah. The, That's really cool. He's great. He's dad rock. And, and, and yeah. also, they're not making him to be... Uh, they're not making him out to be a character that was more important than what he actually was. They acknowledge that mm-hmm. he was a man with a bow, but also you're right. getting like a little bit more of his... Ba- like a tiny bit more of his backstory, and it's the complete opposite of what they did with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they oh, made cool. Falcon out to be this absolutely pivotal Marvel character. No. Hawkeye yeah, is a side yeah. character. He's very much a side character. And unfortunately, this is just what my wife and I think. We think that they are about to. We think that we're that they're about to kill him off. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, 
Stop it. No, no, no. But I mean, I know you're like, reading the dark web. Think about us. it. Think about it, though. Think about it. They they give him his own story. Mm-hmm. They've introduced yeah. Kate Bishop. Like, yeah, all all signs are pointing there. Um, Eternals. Yeah. Eternals. Eternals. So I told my wife they were going to kill off. Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told my wife they were going to kill off Salma Hayek. And she said, no, 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 no. They're not going to uh, because she was super excited. Spoilers. Sorry. That's. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. If you haven't seen Eternals, what the hell are you doing? I mean, it comes out super good. comes out on Disney Plus this month, though, uh, which is super yeah. exciting. But another streaming service. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Sorry, Zama Hayek died. Yes, yes, yes. And you made a comment yes. about uh, Angelina Jolie's acting. I was very scared when I found out that she was going to be in the MCU or the MCM now. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I was very, very scared because. I'm always iffy on her acting. Not that she's not an incredible actress. She's an incredible actress all the time. It's just I don't enjoy. I enjoy like literally every other performance that she gives in a movie. Um, Yeah, I understand that she's, you know, top caliber actress, uh, you know, one of the top five of all time. I get that. I understand that. Like, but Mm -hmm. also like I felt like she was too big to be in Marvel. I felt like the way that she portrayed a superhero super good though she didn't overdo yeah. it she she very much stayed in her own lane and you know she was she was very surprising at mm. the end you know because uh, uh, i'd say honestly, it's more so the writing that was i get attraction from her character yeah yeah like her acting itself it, she had very good prowess over it like it's, it was not like you're saying overstated yeah it was very it was well done yeah absolutely and the introduction of the um my god what are they called the scent no what are they called the blackness no 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 no. who created Hmm? hold on the who watches the watchman no 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 they're the scent no they're not the sentinels because those are celestials oh my god i'm so celestials he's done it he's done them showing a celestial gave me hope that Mm -hmm. eventually they will have galactus in the mcm uh because seeing how giant that celestial was it's going to be very entertaining Mm -hmm. to watch um a bunch of six footers take down um, a fucking tower of a human being, a world eater. Yes. Yeah. Um. So essentially, also, I was kind of hoping that they were going to throw in like a Fantastic Four like thingy majig, but you know that yeah. that was wishful thinking. There was no way they were going to do it this this soon. It comes Think out at year. it comes out at the end of next year. So, um, oh, cool. Let's uh, let's yeah, we'll hear something. Let's do it. Let's do it. S tier. S tier. Here we go. And S-tier. I like looking at my S tier compared to you. I like your S tier. I do minus that. Thank you. Minus that second movie that's there, kind of. <laughs> okay, let's let's go over it. S tier, Infinity War. In game, uh, that's in game. Top. That's in game. I know, I know. I switched them around because my B. That's true. Um, that's true. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, Infinity War, simply because like that was Thanos's movie, and giving him his own movie, showing again, like like there's a whole subgenre of people that are like you know he was kind of on to something <laughs> you know like uh the way that the characters interacted like it's all coming together and then this like feeling of just like loss at the end was fantastic had me sobbing in the movie theater <laughs> when like and then also attributes to that great payoff when peter parker comes back in endgame right like it was like oh my god like it was insanely good uh the original hulk um really really good 
one of the first ones that I saw. <laughs> I think it's S tier because it's nostalgic AF. There's a there's a scene where he does a breathing technique with the guy, and then he like sucks in all the air in his stomach. And he's like, you got to use that to harness your anger, and he does it, and it's cool. When was the That's last my- time you watched that movie? Iron Man 3 is also in the S tier <laughs> simply uh, because the, the kid that he takes care of, I don't know his name, but he comes out in Endgame. So Iron that's the Heart. Only reason Iron Heart. Hopefully. We'll see. Iron Heart. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If he, plays, if he plays Iron Heart, the next Iron Yeah. Man. It's it's the kid in Endgame that everyone had to Google. Who yes. is he and why is he there? Yes. He's yeah, hopefully going to become Iron Heart. Like, that's the goal. Mm, that's the hope. Neat. Hashtag neat. Uh, S tier. What if as well? Um, you ever have questions about what's going to happen? Well, there you go. You get to see it. And then I like the introduction of the narrative uh, of the, the watcher. Uh, watcher. Yeah. 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 Him talking and stuff, whispering gently in your ear as you're watching the series. Like very, very cool. Um, the Hold the up. episode with Dr. Strange is fantastic, by the yes. way. Yes, it is. Yes, it definitely is. check yes. that one out. If you don't watch any of the others, I, I think that one is the best one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one, please. Explain, explain, explain. Please explain. <laughs> Which one is that one again? That's the Dark World. Thank you. Thor Dark World. They have elves. And that's why it's an S tier. <laughs> um, right? This is the one with the elves, I think. Or the ice giants. Yes, yes. Why? Yeah. Why? Because Natalie Portman... <laughs> It gives a fantastic performance. I remember all of her lines. If you quiz me right now, I can say them, but I won't because of time. Um, It was good. So good. In fact, Thor Ragnarok is also in the S tier because uh, insanely rewatchable. I will never turn down an opportunity to watch it again. I laugh continuously about all the jokes. Um, I watch it with my in-laws and they like it. And they don't like a lot of like, I mean, they, they like more movies, but like it's even enjoyable for like the average consumer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, it's, it's enjoyable for everyone. Family, fun, raunchy jokes. Okay. Uh, I forget what her name is, but she's on, on the Canon Valkyrie, right? Excellent yes. scene. Uh, super good. Super great. Uh, Loki. He's hot. S tier. Uh, <laughs> and then the, the dialogue that they have, I forget what's his name. The uh conqueror king, right? King. But not him. It's not the, king. The it's, one before him. It's spoilers. The, the one who survives, the last one alive, or something like that. Yeah. 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 And I, I'm sorry, I meant the one who remains. Both Loki. The one who remains. Yeah, the one who remains. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good, good, good. All very good. Owen Wilson. Wow. Really good. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Excellent. He has a mustache and it's great. Does he have a mustache? He does Pretty have sure. a mustache. He, a mustache. he does. Uh alligator Loki, favorite character <laughs> in the series. <laughs> He's excellent. Redefining. He's my boy. Yeah. Redefining. Redefining. Genre bending. Yeah. Just a, a staple of this series. Could not live without him. Uh, and then finally, Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, it's going to be top tier or else I will cry. Uh, when so are you seeing it? When are, do you have your tickets? Uh, when are you seeing it? Don't, if I, uh, I swear to God. Okay. Listener, you and me, you and me, you and me right now, soul linked. If you at me before December 18th, I will disregard okay. it entirely. So you're seeing it do on not, the 18th as well. That's what yes, I just asked I'm one question. With family. Okay. I'm seeing with family and I, I, I'm going to go on a social media blackout because I don't want to know. And I know, I know some of the things already. I yeah. just want to experience it like a, a kid in a candy shop for the first time. So that's Absolutely. what time, what time goal. are you going to see it? I'm just interested. I don't remember. I think I'm going at 930. So it's going to be AM 9 uh, PM 930 PM. It's it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna look it up and then I will let you know. Okay. 
All right. So on the flip side, S tier, um, Infinity mm-hmm. War, and I'll skip to the third one, Endgame. Look, my S tiers mm-hmm. are classics. They're movies that I've probably seen upwards. Of, well, I've seen Infinity War probably. I shit you not. Like, I'm not being over dramatic. I've probably seen Infinity War 30 times. Like, Ooh. not even fucking kidding. When my wife and I got our first, uh, um, big kid tv our uh our 55 inch and then we upgraded to our 65 inch on both of those televisions the very first movie that we watched infinity war um i remember sitting in the movie theater in mission watching it i remember the drive back uh my wife and i had just gotten married and she was like oh my god um we have to wait an entire year to uh to see how this (laughs) ends i remember the excellent i distinctly remember the voice of the woman who said, Oh no. When, uh, when Tom Holland approached Robert Downey Jr. And said, Mr. Stark, mm-hmm. I don't feel so well. I know yeah. 98% of the lines and Dr. Strange's monologue when he encounters Thanos and when Thanos first shows up and Dr. Strange goes, Oh yeah, you're much more of a Thanos. I get chills, dude. Benedict Cumberbatch is my man. And also, I just um, okay. I saw this uh, this meme, right? Or not a meme, right? But um, the, this this image that someone posted on one of these like Marvel fan accounts, and it was mm-hmm. um, the reason why Doctor Strange is sitting on a rock when he encounters Thanos the first time is because in the future that he saw where the Avengers won, Thanos is on a rock waiting for the Avengers. And I'm like, I think that's reading into it a little too much. But also, mm-hmm. is it Neat. like a little tiny Easter egg? I don't know. I'm unsure. Mm-hmm. But that's like the extent to which I love Infinity War. Um, it's, yeah, it is the perfect Marvel movie. And Endgame is literally the perfect follow up. It doesn't feel like a three hour movie because sometimes I'll admit when my wife and I are like, let's watch Endgame. It's like, oh, my God, three hours. It doesn't ever yeah. feel like a three hour the culmination. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic. It's great storytelling. Um, the one that you have not seen, which does disappoint me. I'm not going to make a huge deal about it, but you you need to do yourself a favor and, and, and watch um, watch Winter Soldier. Um, mm-hmm. It is one that my wife has made me appreciate more and more and more. And um, right. it, it has one of my favorite Marvel scenes of, of all time. But we'll get to favorite scenes here in a second. Loki. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Definitely up there. Just not only well, is it, it not only is it a uh, it's not even I wouldn't call it a stepping stone. It is the opening of a door. You know, the MCU has now become the MCM and it's just going to be super, super, super entertaining to see what happened. I don't know if you saw um, Tom Hiddleston mention when he won this award at this award show a few weeks ago or a few days ago now. Uh, mm-hmm. He hinted that his uh, time of playing Loki is coming to an end. Uh, yes. He mentioned that, you know, uh, Loki has been around for a very long time. He's had the pleasure and he I forgot the exact wording, but it was um, uh-huh. basically to sum it up. Um, I will miss playing Loki. Um, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Because we you know we're getting uh, female Loki now uh, or we have mm-hmm. female Loki. And uh, God, it'll be interesting to see where she's at in Loki season two. Uh, Shang-Chi, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, you got to see it. Uh, my wife and I rewatched it. It's phenomenal like there were moments where i i just was in awe of what was happening on the screen 
Um, yeah. He's going to become a very, very badass character uh, or continue to grow into a very badass character. Um, I liked the Asian representation. Um, I love how diverse, like you mentioned, Makari in, um, in the MCM. And mm-hmm. now we have this character who I feel like is going to bring a lot of people together. And the ending mm-hmm. of Shang-Chi, the post-credit scene in Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. very, very... No, spo- wait, actually, no, no spoilers, but very, very good. Huh? Talk to me. What, what is it about? Because I haven't seen it, but I will. What? Should I wait? I think you should wait because you're not going to be like, oh, my God. But it's it's going to be like, a, oh, hey, that's really cool. Like, oh, my God. Okay. But okay. Yeah, yeah. You're gotcha, not. Gotcha, you're gotcha, not gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it doesn't. Also, Aquafina, really good for it. Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, and let me let me phrase it to you this way: the implications of um, the ending of Shang Chi are not like mm-hmm. Loki, so it's not like oh my god, but it's good. Like right. it's entertaining. And then obviously, Spider Man No Way Home. I think i think we're about to witness in our lifetimes the greatest box office opening of all time i mean it, it broke the yeah. internet when when tickets finally bigger than the available. titanic i think like you said we all know a lot of things that are going to happen but the most important thing is we don't know how they are going to happen and right my wife and i have nothing's more important than family yes <laughs> wife and i thank you vin diesel uh, my wife and i have uh a lot of theories as to what's going to happen i hope that Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, if they are in the movies, have an mm-hmm, opportunity mm-hmm. to really sign off on their characters because the way that Sony uh, treated them uh, was yep. a uh, was a little shitty there. So I'm yeah. I'm excited to. There's a special place in my heart for Spider-Man Three, though. Toby Maguire. I get it. I get it. Bully Maguire. I get it. No, I understand. Yes, I understand. Yes, I understand. Yes, yes. So um, let's wrap up the Marvel Pod because we are going. Uh, we're going an hour and a half already. Um, right. It's been a long one. Let's go. Uh, yeah, just very I, quickly, very quickly. Uh, uh, give me your favorite Marvel hero. Uh, favorite Marvel hero. I have already stated it before, but I will say it again. Alligator Loki. Uh, he deserves his own franchise. Okay. He's incredible. Well done. Uh, yeah. great acting prowess. Deserved an Emmy, but didn't get it. And I understand it was a tough lineup that year. Get you. Uh, your favorite hero. Um, I'm going to give you a line and you guess who it is. Um, I think you'll find our will equal to yours. Thanos. No, Doctor Strange, you bitch. Dang. Um, Doctor Strange or Doctor Strange is, is my favorite hero. Uh, mm-hmm. I just like I said, I, I love my relationship with that movie where I couldn't get through it the first mm-hmm. time. And now, you know, I, I just uh, that fight scene with Thanos, like and mm-hmm. I was so pissed in Endgame where they just had him holding up the water the entire time. And I'm like, you but then. Yes, yes, and that's what yeah. made it so, so like good. that made it so worth it, you know. Um mm-hmm. least favorite hero. Uh least favorite hero? Yeah. Siri currently. Siri. From, I get you, I get you. From Black Panther. I understand. Uh excellent character. The actress herself makes makes it not like a genuine thing. Okay. Uh let me try to think of a legitimate answer while you're answering yours though. Okay. My least favorite. Um <laughs> I love Korg, so I'm not going to say Korg. Uh, made of rocks, Taika Waititi. Um, uh-huh. Hi, I'm Korg. Made of rocks. I just, I love that. Uh, so least good. favorite hero. Uh, I'm, trying I'm trying to think of like a legitimate one that I don't really like. Yeah. Oh, Quicksilver. 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 Yeah, I even like. Yeah. I even like. There you go. I even liked Quicksilver. I thought it was really good. 
I thought that he got shat on real hard. Uh, Age of Ultron, he shows up and he's like, uh, Sokovia, whatever. And then he takes the bullet and then yeah. he's dead. And then that's kind of it. So <laughs> I think not worse ends in like he writing more so yeah. than the character himself. You know what I mean? Like they did him dirty. So I therefore worst. Can I go yeah. least favorite hero? Agent Hill from S.H.I.E.L.D. Because um, uh, yeah. I'm having a really hard time. No, I don't even just. Honestly, honestly, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Black to be Wid- fair, it's hard. Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Yeah, you can say that. That's okay. if I had to choose one, and that's because I right because really they're like all like character. Yeah, the way that the way that they ended her career was was pretty was pretty god awful. Um, yeah, come to think of it, you know, uh, Scarlett Johansson spent a decade playing this character and really like that's mm-hmm. the way they, they send her off. So it's, it's that's Marvel's fault. Off, yeah. It's Marvel's fault. Um, mm-hmm. Let's end it. Uh, favorite Marvel yeah. moment. Favorite Marvel moment. Um, do you need, I, do you nothing need a second to beats, think? Okay. Uh, nothing beats on your left. Yeah. Right. Like the actual portals opening, like tears streaming down my face, yeah. <laughs> like like as as the crowd is erupting in in a raucous applause of like they're back, they're alive, like yeah. oh shit, everyone's here, just like in an in insane like decade long build up to that scene, and then seeing Peter Parker, my boy, alive, like literally sobbing, and I'm yeah, like, <laughs> yes. control the yourself, way. your parents are like a couple. The way he runs up to Mister, uh, well, Mister Stark. The yeah. way he runs up to Tony, and he's like all like explaining everything that happened, and you know, yeah. And then he just hugs him. Like, it, there's nothing like it, man. Like, that's such an insanely good moment. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, Yours? I could tell you the second one. Um, okay. The second place is the elevator scene in in Civil War uh, because it just ah. it changed the universe. Um, and if you watched, you did. You watched all of the. Uh, all the origin stories and everything. So like that mm-hmm. sitting in the theater, watching that happen, thinking, Oh my God, like Captain America's beating up the good guys, you know, like what's going on. Like that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think my favorite Marvel scene of all time is bring me Thanos where Thor yeah. lands in Wakanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember getting chills and I remember people applauding and it was just, it was witnessing that experience with other uh, with other moviegoers that really yeah. just cemented that um, that memory. I yeah. thought it was. I mean, I don't get me wrong. The moment that you chose, beautiful moment. But I think my own mm-hmm. personal favorite one has to be "Bring Me Thanos" because Thor had lost everything. Yeah, and he was yeah, out yeah. for vengeance. Second favorite, super quick. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Ragnarok when he gets the. The lightning. the lightning power that was, right that was pretty sick like yeah. chills like the song everything like it's just eternally badass like it chills every single time i watch it exactly so good exactly well ladies and gentlemen um that's the marvel pod we are going uh an hour probably a little over an hour and a half because i started our timer a little late but um yeah this is going to be a super packed one this is an episode that we wanted to do for a very long time um, thank mm-hmm. you for your continued support. I did want to shout out and I'm doing this at the end of the pod, unfortunately not at the beginning, but I do want to give another quick shout out to Thomas Garcia for that wonderful interview that we did with uh bandetta coffee. Um, yes. it's just God, go listen to that episode. Go listen to the episodes with all of our incredible guests that we've had so far. This is mm-hmm. so much fun thinking that we're 12 episodes deep now 
is uh it's kind of insane like to think about yeah and and it's a dozen yeah like looking not a baker's dozen but almost exactly and and looking at our downloads and seeing us grow closer to 1000 each and every day is is huge because i expected maybe uh 11 downloads and we made it on uh the spotify wrapped of a few people you know we're not talking yeah. like 20 shout minutes 30 minutes we're talking like 400 minutes shout out to you mm-hmm. uh mrs avila for, for listening for 400 i think it's 444 <laughs> minutes which is just like insane uh but yeah as always, uh, Huge thanks. yeah, thank you for your continued support. We'll be back next time for the Christmas pod with a special guest. And uh, yeah, signing Season's off, greetings. signing off, signing off. I'm Christopher Collins. And I'm Vicente Lopez. Catch you on the next pod. Appreciate it. DC's better comic wise. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm not wrong. Movie franchise is like horrendous. I get it.